It's a new year, so here's an interview with an old guest. Country Steve was one of the first guests we ever had on the podcast, way back in the early 2013. So it seemed like a great way to start off 2019 would be to have him back on the show. Although that's not entirely true. Part of the reason Steve is the first guest of this year is because I happened to be at a New Year's party at his house, and it seemed like a perfect way to record an extra podcast. Steve is someone who has always been kind of in the background of the local music scene. He doesn't play a lot of shows, and uh, I wouldn't call him a household name, but I've always respected Steve's tenacity and how he doesn't stop writing songs even if no one hears them. And that's kind of one of the things I like to focus on the podcast. I mean, there's a lot of shows out there that will just go after the highest profile, best known, most famous guests they can find. And that's great. There's definitely, definitely an audience of people who want to hear that. But on my show, I like to find uh, the little little guys, the people who are maybe playing in a basement or, uh, you know, playing a couple shows a year or working on some crazy project that no larger audience is ever going to clue into. And so Steve is a perfect example of someone who is very, very deep underground. I'm always happy to have him on the podcast. I've been friends with him for a long time, and he's got a lot to say. Uh, so it was very cool to have him on, uh, especially on New Year's, and it's good to have uh, some live performances on the show again. So Steve performs all four of his songs live on this episode, and I encourage you to check it out. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre. To find out what great shows they have coming up, please visit myparktheater.com. You're listening to Garbage Show, one of its first podcast network. Uh, welcome to Witch Please Radio. Uh, it's New Year's Eve, and this is kind of an unorthodox uh, interview. Uh, I wasn't really planning on it, but I'm here with uh, Stephen Pauls, aka Mass Steve, aka Country Steve, aka whatever your name is now. And Steve. yeah, it seems like a good opportunity to to do record a podcast. Yeah. So uh, I think maybe like the, the 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 headline for this episode is Country Steve is alive and well and living in Garson. <laughs> he is alive and well and living in Garson. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just from the perspective of people who listen to the show, you probably haven't been heard of for a while. You were on a bunch of episodes in the past, yeah, I, I, and it's it's been probably a few years since I've actually sat down and talked to you for the show. Mm-hmm. So, what has happened? I mean, first of all, Stephen Paul's. Maybe we'll start with that. That's that's the name now, right? Like for the. Well, I think we're back to country, Steve. Are you okay? Was, okay, um, okay. So, for a while, when I was still on another label. Um, on a label, I on should a label, say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was kind of decided that Country Steve was a little too goofy. Like so kind of hokey, right? Kind of hokey. Yeah. So we started trying to make Stephen Pauls happen. Okay, okay. But then everybody continued to call me Country Steve. Anyways, right, right. Because so. you, yeah, I, I was gonna say because you'd established Country Steve as a name, but you hadn't really. <laughs> you were just like, hey, it's Country Steve. So the thing is, like, I never tried to establish Country Steve as right, a name. It just right. kind of happened. Right. Like, People right. I didn't know were coming up to me and being like, hey, it's Country Steve. Right. And so it's like, okay. I, it wasn't like I was playing shows like that or anything. I really don't know how it happened. Right. It just kind of did. Did you ever play a show as Country Steve? 
Or I played some. Did you? Uh, that name, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Because I know the more recent ones have been at Stephen Paul's. Yeah. And then before that, it was Mass Steve. Mm-hmm. Which is just to Mass add another, was just like another level to the confusion, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah got to keep it confusing. I'm yeah, yeah. Drop somebody's jacket into That's my okay. drink. That's okay. Um, yeah. So. I guess, like, for, for context then, because people maybe haven't heard of you for a while, and you're not living in the city anymore, you're not playing shows as frequently, um, who is Country Steve? <laughs> like, well, I mean, how do you define what you do? Because what you do is kind of sort of been the same throughout all of these different incarnations, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I think maybe when I was playing as Mass Steve, it was still a little more, like, general, folky, yeah. singer, songwriter kind of stuff, but... And you had kind of humor in there too, right? And a little more humor, and I mean, I still... I still believe there's a, a good reason and a good point to have some songs that are humorous sure. or, you know, a little lighthearted. I mean, novelty songs are a huge part of country music. Um, but I certainly, as time went on, started playing more and more and more country songs. Yeah. As Matt Steve, I was playing some country music already. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you were playing shows like with the 12-string and stuff. It was very full. Yeah, I was playing, I still have the 12-string. Yeah. The corner. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was playing with that. I, I haven't even really touched that thing in years. Uh, but it's still there. There were a few songs I was playing on that, but, uh, I don't know. I always like to switch up guitars and things mm-hmm. like that when I can. So I mean, even now I'll switch in between, uh, my, my old Washburn and I've got a, a Gretsch seal body. That yeah. I'm that thing is between. cool. Yeah. It's, it's a super neat one. Um, but you got to find the right kind of song for it. Otherwise it just sounds like you're playing in a subway station. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and I guess the transition, like, I don't know if this is the official transition part where you went from doing the folk stuff to the country thing full on, but I remember that show you did at the Orange House mm-hmm. where you played just random suggestions of songs you hadn't heard before. And it seemed like those were kind of more in a country style. And then after that, you sort of Yeah, I think we just kind of transitioned right around that point. I don't know if I was even Mass Steve at that point. Or I don't know. I, I don't know who you country. were. You are somebody Steve, yeah. I don't know. I was just Steve in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's really been me. I mean, I I play music. I like writing songs. Yeah. Um, I like playing shows. I don't play that many shows. I mean, most recently I played a few months back in uh, Cook's Creek. Right. Uh, was that with Del Barber? That was with Del Barber. Um, I'm trying to get a few other shows going with some other musicians. We're trying to land that too. We're looking at either a Garson date or a Cook's Creek date. Cool. I think, you know, if we could if we could put some stuff together in Winnipeg, I'd be happy to play there, too. Yeah, of but, course, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, you know, I, I it's funny, because in, like, my personal life, I'm a salesperson. Yeah. So, you would think I'd be really good at going out and promoting myself and booking shows yeah, yeah, and doing yeah. that. But it's funny, like, I can go out and I can sell just about anything, except for when it comes to me, I guess, like, all of a sudden I get really modest and I'm like... Sure, sure. But no, that's, that's interesting, though, because I, I think that whole marketing aspect of it, it comes up on the show all the time, whether I'm talking to a country singer or a rapper or a punk band. It's just the, because of the way the music, independent music is now with the internet and with all mm-hmm. the streaming and everything, people have to do that. Like you, you, In order to get shows, you have to be your own booking guy, you have to be your own manager, you have to be your own PR person. And I think a lot of people just, they can handle the creative side, right? Mm-hmm. But not necessarily have an aptitude or a desire to do that stuff. Well, and I think that's also kind of it, too, is the desire's got to be there, too. I've known for a long time, like, music was not a career path sure, for me. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, it's whereas, something you can do for fun every once in a while, play yeah. a show, and keep writing songs. So, I mean, to me, that's always been kind of my, my sideline gig, whereas a lot of other musicians that I know, most of them will have a job. Oh, totally, yeah. pay the bills, totally. but it's always... Yeah treated by those people more as like that's the sideline and the music is the primary right, focus right. i mean it's 
it, it's something I enjoy doing. It's something that's fun, and I'll yeah. certainly do it whenever I can. But unless you know somebody dropped out of the sky and said, "Hey, uh, we I'd a... like you to sign here, uh, and we're gonna put you on Decca or something like that." And, Does Decca uh, even still exist? I don't think Decca. Still I don't. Exists. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's a really, random. Don't really pay attention. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so if the guy from Decca is listening, <laughs> the guy from Decca is listening. Yeah. You know. Please sign and come you know, to see. If you come and offer me lots and lots of money, I might be tempted to do this right, for a living. Right, but right. Uh, odds are, it, it's a, a hobby. It's a fun hobby. Um, I love songwriting. You know, and maybe if I were going to try and make a career of it, maybe I'd just try and sell some songs. Yeah. But it's really hard to do that in Winnipeg. As far as I know, I think you're pretty well committed to having to either move to Nashville or Toronto or right. a hub. Whereas... Winnipeg, as far as I know, doesn't really have any of these uh, these opportunities to really sell music as as often. And sure. I could be wrong if somebody's listening and they want to prove me wrong. They probably can. You yeah. are more than yeah. welcome to come and throw yeah, money yeah. at me for some of my yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah, cool. We'll totally surrender them to you. wondered about whether that was an opportunity for you because I know you don't play a lot of shows but your song the songwriting I think is a strong part of your stuff right mm-hmm. I mean n- not to shit on your voice or anything but <laughs> it's I mean you have a very okay, Bob Dylan had a terrible right right right, right. right? And like everybody 
the first time I listened to Bob Dylan, I hated it. Right, now, right. Like, I listen to Bob Dylan, I'm like, wow, that's... Well, it suits, it suits the, the, the songwriting, well, right? I think, and I think yours does, too, yeah. but I think that some of your songs, I've always thought, could probably work... Six could more probably successful. work like, with a better vocalist. Someone sure. would like a more... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? And, and so have you ever even looked into that, or are you just assuming it's not an option? Right, I've never really looked into it too much. Um, I'm just, you know, listening to... I, I've read quite a bit about it, but it's always like... You know, Tom T. Hall or people like of that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they went about doing that. I don't even know if there's even really a. Well, I mean, there is obviously still a market for it, but I don't know how you even approach a market like that. Well, you think with the internet now, you could probably do it even easier, right? Probably could. Probably could find a way to do it. But I mean, the way it's historically been done really is people essentially chasing down other people and saying, here's some songs that we think you should record. Sure. And, you know, the people who do that song plugging are often songwriters themselves. Yeah. So, surprise, surprise, their songs often get shuffled to the top of the pile. Yeah, of course, because they want, they, want the, yeah, they want to get the benefit yeah, from it. Yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know if that's still the way that things really go. I'm not sure, yeah. Anymore. yeah. Because, like I say, I've, I've had a, I have a strong interest in, in that part of the music industry in general. Um but when I'm approaching it, it's always been approaching it from, you know, a historical perspective of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, from, what, from what you've read and seen in documentaries. From what I've read yeah. and seen and, yeah, you know, yeah. like, probably not at all relevant to anything in the last 50 years. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. No, that's cool. I, I'm sure there, I think there probably is, like, a huge community of people who are selling songs. You just got to figure well, out where it is. Like There certainly is because, I mean, there, there are definitely musicians that are just unable to write. Sure, but, are but they can, performers. amazing performers, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely a market for it. It's just trying to find it. Well, and I think Uh, country is almost different from other genres in the sense that that's accepted. Whereas, like, I mean, you know, you get a punk band. If they're playing someone else's songs, it's like, what are you doing? This is, or a rapper, it's like, it's unheard of, right? I mean, it's not unheard of, it happens. But it's it's kind of, like, frowned upon. It's like, what do you mean you didn't write your own song? But I think country, historically, is... uh... But it's funny, though. I mean, like, in country still, everybody still has this idea that whoever singing the song wrote it. So, like... You know, The Gambler. Everybody thinks yeah, yeah, Kenny yeah. Rogers wrote The Gambler. Right. Kenny Rogers didn't write Well, uh, look, look at Elvis. <laughs> he didn't write, Elvis didn't write a single song. Exactly. Even some, most, uh, Johnny Cash wrote some great songs, but if you look yeah. at, like, you know, I have that box set, maybe a quarter of them are written by him and there's like a hundred songs on the thing. Like, well, that's just it. I mean, anybody, you have a certain amount of output that you can put out that's going to be really great unless you're like picking Gary or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah. like Just turn them out every day. Yeah, turn yeah, them yeah. out every day. But yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For the most part, somebody's only going to have so many good songs in them for any given period of time. Like, sure. I find I'll be able to launch out 10 or 15 songs all at once, and that'll be good stuff, and then when I sit down for the next eight months to a year, yeah. every time I write, it's just drivel. Okay. I'll think it's okay. really good as I'm writing it, and then I'll play it for myself a day or two later, and I'm like, wow, what was I thinking? Yeah. And, like, one of the songs I'm going to do today is that exact same scenario, but actually my wife managed to save it because okay. it was getting a little pretentious at the end. Okay, okay. And I came back to it, and I was really high on the song. I'm like, yeah, this is fantastic. And I played it for myself. I was like, wow, <laughs> I'm a pretentious nut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and she kind of helped stitch together the last verse. Cool, worked out pretty cool, well. cool. Well, how do you, what is your, I mean, as someone, as we've already established, you, you're not doing this to make music a career. It's a side gig. You got your day job. You got your regular life. Uh, how, what's the, 
songwriting process for you? Because you're obviously not one of those guys who's there every day, like, you know, yeah. massaging the songs or whatever. Like, when do you have time to do it and how often do you do it? So often by the time I actually get down to writing the song, it's already written. Okay. Um, just like you've thought of it? Like, I've just wound up thinking it through. So often I don't have, uh, you know, the time throughout the course of the day to sit down with a pen and, and write things out or sit in front of a computer and write it out or even record it. I'm often, you know in between business meetings or something sure. along those lines and I'm trying to figure out what what I'm going to do and a line will kind of hit me uh, or I'm out, out running chores or, you know, shoveling the driveway yeah, which yeah. is massive or, uh, <laughs> or mowing the lawn or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, some long time consuming. Some uh, long yeah, time yeah. consuming activity. Yeah. So a line will pop into my head and I'll often try and jot that line down if I can. Uh, but for the most part, I'll start playing around with that line in my head and then, you know, start playing around with ideas with it throughout the course of it. Um, often, the entire thing all worked out before I actually sit down and write it out. Mm. Um, and then I'll usually try and put some melody to it afterwards. Okay. Um, sometimes it's the complete opposite. Sometimes it's just, hey, this is a cool, grooving rhythm. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I write far fewer songs based on the melody first than I do Here Come the Lyrics. And, okay. And the meter and the structure of that. And how do I make it work musically afterwards. Cool. That, uh, just to completely switch gears here, yeah. that, that show you played with Del Barber um, back in the summer, mm -hmm. like, was, was that your... fall time, actually. What's that? Fall time? It okay, fall it was a while back then, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it was actually a really cold day. <laughs> what was that? Up, uh, like, having to bring in a tent. It was oh, really? supposed to be, like, play in the field with bonfires and Okay, stuff. okay, yeah. And it, like, rained, this cold, awful rain, so uh, yeah. the lady who put it on uh, sent me an email saying, oh, we got a tent. I was like... Oh, there wasn't a tent the whole time. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what I committed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that show like for you though? Because I know, I mean, I know you're a big fan of that guy's work, and like, did, did, yeah. you probably wouldn't have got a chance to open for him in the city, right? Probably not. I it mean, it's it different. Was, uh, I was actually kind of blown away when when they told me who I was opening yeah. for. Because um, yeah, he's somebody who I definitely admire from a songwriting mm -hmm. perspective. Yeah. He's, he's fantastic, and quite frankly, like the first actual date I went on with my wife was to go see a Del Barber oh, cool. concert. That's awesome. I was trying to like prove to her I was cool and suave. Oh yeah? Is that is Del Barber the uh the, I, the... I slipped some Del Barber in there. That was yeah. that was my move. <laughs> um worked out pretty good. Yeah you're still married, right? So yeah, yeah it's all good. I'm still married. She... Yeah. And she's somebody write the songs. Yeah she's somebody write the songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah no they, they mentioned that so I, I kinda know him a little bit from just talking to him on the internet yeah, of course, meeting yeah. at shows things like that. So it was great though. We had to spend the night uh, hanging around together, talking about making ketchup and pizza sauce. It's always good. Hunting stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the um, what kind of reception do you get out here? I mean, you know, country obviously has the connection with rural. I know you're mm -hmm. in a town which is not necessarily rural, rural, but you're quite a ways outside the city now, and you probably have the opportunity to play in a lot of smaller communities, right? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done a ton of it. I should do more of it because. I think there's a lot of opportunity here if I make the effort to go out and introduce yeah. myself to yeah, bar yeah. owners and cafe owners and things like that. Like carnival nature. things and stuff going the on at festivals. and festivals. And yeah, there's, yeah. there's tons of fairs and there's been lots yeah. of people who tell me I should play in their town or I should play at this event their town has. And yeah. Just, you know, and I just don't do it. I haven't put together any package to send right, out. Right, right. <laughs> well, that kind of bring, brings me to the next thing is like, when is anyone going to hear about Steve, our country Steve or Stephen Paul's record? Like, oh, we, when, when is this happening? It's been years and years. The thing was, I had an entire album 
yeah. recorded, and yeah. it just got scrapped. Um, and you have none of it, eh? That's I have right. I have none of it. Okay. And, and quite frankly, it was just a little too clean sounding for me, okay. anyways. Um, like I don't know. I I have a feeling like the way I see it, I. I see myself sounding best on a really bad recording. No, no, I know what you mean. Like that demo we did years ago. <laughs> the demo ago. we did, yeah. 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 Um, so, I don't know. One of the ideas I've been playing around with is, you know, just getting getting some of the guys from, like, UMFM mm-hmm. to come out and do a live live recording of a show or something like that. But in order to do that, you know, I need an event that's big enough to justify doing that at. Sure. And probably some funds to pay them. You right, know, things like that. But is that is that <laughs> is that lack of a, a recording? Is that sort of holding you back in terms of the marketing side of things? Because you can't be like, look, here's my calling card. Here's, here's these yeah, three no, songs. I think or... it's I think it's six of a, one half a dozen another, and it's you know, do you put the cart first? You put the horse first? How do we do this? Right. right. <laughs> uh, and you know, I've got some some YouTube recordings I could probably send out. Sure. Some loose recordings, but really, I think I think uh, when it comes down to it, yeah, I, I probably do need a proper demo if I want to play. In Winnipeg, if yeah. Play at these well, if it's a show that is not someone who already knows you, right? That I mean, exactly. that you obviously have an in there if someone already knows you and exactly. knows what you sound like, and, and that's really how I wind up booking most of my stuff. Yeah, yeah. You always have knows who I am, uh, and say, hey, you know, we could use an opener, or whichever. I mean, the the show in Cooks Creek, I just wound up putting my name forward because they were asking around. We need some local musicians to play at this fundraiser we're having they're trying oh, cool. to build a new community center so cool. i said oh yeah no, no that's you're just down the road for me i uh like what you guys are doing that town actually they do some really coach creek interesting stuff well, they have that medieval stuff there too they, yeah. they have a whole medieval festival we went yeah. to it this year and it was like the hottest hottest day of the year yeah yeah um like people were passing out but it was neat uh full-on live jousters and they had, what, I think it was Burton Cummings. Yes, Burton Cummings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, I mean, like, Incredibly random. Yeah. Incredibly random. Yeah. I don't personally listen to a lot no, of Burton no. Cummings, but, like, the fact that a town that has, I have no clue how many people actually live in Coast Not very many, I don't think. Not very many, because, like, if, if you drive through there, there's, like, a few things on the highway, and it's all, like, mile roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's less of an actual town, but there's an excellent sense of community there. That's cool. Like... People really push. Um, Burton Cummings, who, by the way, stuff. is currently living in Red Deer, Red Deer Alberta. Did not know that. Yeah. But yeah, they had him out. They pulled Del Barber. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they're going to get some other cool stuff going on as well. Cool. So it's just a, a lot of community support in that area, which is what, what these small towns need. In yeah, order for to sure. Keep, keep alive. Because for sure. Unfortunately, there's just too many of them dying. Like, I drive around all over Manitoba for work all the yeah, time yeah, in Saskatchewan. Yeah. And, you know... Some some towns are just it's starting to look pretty pretty bleak for some of these places. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, but uh, I think I think they're going to be just fine because they got a strong sense of community and all yeah. sorts of things there. And it helps that if you're within community distance of the city, I guess. That's true as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> might go from Manitoba to Toronto but I think I'm gonna stay on the outskirts of Winnipeg well I know some folks might go from Manitoba to Tofino but I think 
I'm gonna stay on the outskirts of Winnipeg. Move out to Garson or to Domain. Build me a house out in Ildashane. I could live in Italy. And I'd go as far as Killarney. Well, I know some folks might go Tokyo, but I think I'm gonna stay on the outskirts of Winnipeg. Maybe to Morris or to Eli, Portage La Prairie, and have me a time. Move out to Grunthal, St. Pierre, Jolie. might go to Manitoba to Acapulco but I think I'm gonna stay on the outskirts of Winnipeg move up to Gimli out Dougald Way hell even Selkirk is a place I'd stay Spend my days on the outskirts of Winnipeg. Yeah, I know some folks might go from Manitoba to Chicago, but I think I'm gonna stay on the outskirts of Winnipeg. Well, I Folks might go from Manitoba to Mexico, but I think I'm gonna stay on the outskirts of Winnipeg. What is the um? I guess what's stopping you from just taking a recorder like this or like a tape deck even or a cell phone and just sitting down and recording like a whole bunch of stuff just so you have material out there? Uh, probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just has to happen. Laziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laziness. Yeah, yeah. Um, you Because, know, I mean, you are perfectly situated in the sense that you are outside the city. Mm-hmm. You can probably make a bunch of noise in this house without having any neighbors oh, causing a problem. Certainly. certainly and, and you are a solo artist. Essentially, so yeah. you could really just bang out like 20 songs. I could. I mean, ideally, I think when I record, I think that's part of it is... I, I could probably put out a demo like that, no problem. But I, I think ideally when I put out an album, I'd really want to do it with a backing band. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that falls into it too, because now I've got to look at, oh, now i got to pay the musicians to do this. Well, you got to teach them the songs teach too, right? Teach the songs. Yeah, yeah. Whole, whole process. And like, for example, while December's being a little slow for me, Work-wise, but the month of November, I think I was home seven days. Yeah, right, right, right. So, <laughs> so planning ahead for a big show or a big recording yeah, session or something. Yeah. Well, planning ahead for those sorts of things gets pretty pretty difficult Yeah. Um, when when the schedule's really busy. And then, you know, the flip side of that, I have times of the year where I could probably do that no problem. It's just, uh, you know, putting together the effort and time and schedule. Yeah. And doing it. Yeah. It's really just a matter of 
doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. 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 Because, yeah, I think that you're one of the few people who's been on this show repeatedly <laughs> who doesn't have any, there's nowhere to link you to, right? It's like, you have a Facebook page, I guess, but that's kind of the... Facebook main, yeah, page. Yeah. Um, I've tried to change the Facebook page to Country Steve, and it actively will not let Oh, me. really? Really? <laughs> Wasn't it Country Steve originally? It was Country Steve, yeah. and then I changed it to Stephen Paul. Stephen Paul's, yeah. And then I put in the request to change it back, and yeah. it said, like, we're waiting to approve. And this was, like, four months ago. Right. This has not been approved. <laughs> um, so you're just stuck in so Stephen So I'm just stuck at Stephen yeah. Paul's right yeah. now. So uh, it, it actively doesn't really matter to me too much, whatever no. people call me. They're going to no. call me what they call me. They'll probably call you Country Steve. Probably. Just for, you know, probably. It's just the way it yeah. goes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, what is, I guess, the sort of the goal at this point with Country Steve or Stephen Paul's, where you want to call yourself? Yeah, like, do you just cool with just writing songs, playing shows a couple times a year kind cool of thing? That's pretty much exactly it. That's all I really have for ambitions, really. I mean, ultimately, like I say, if, you know, the opportunity to sell some music came along, sure. I probably would. Um, you know, but I mean, I, I don't really have the desire to, uh, to, you know, go out on extended tours. Yeah, of course. So. On, uh, well, you have the day I, job to think about. Well, and, yeah. you know, not only that, for my, for my job, I'm away so often that I think my wife would have a hard time tolerating me on my downtime. Being away as well, yeah. Away yeah. Again. Is there any way you can tie the two together? Like, go off to Saskatchewan for work and then somehow hook up a show like that evening? Uh, I've actively thought of that. Yeah, yeah. I've actively thought of that, but so much of my schedule is last minute. Okay. That yeah. to actually be like, I'm going to be in Regina yeah. this day uh, on a day that I'm not already insanely busy. Sure. Just it hasn't panned out, and I haven't thrown that past the boss either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're paying for me to drive out to Regina, to play and show. I'm going to play a show while I'm there. Yeah. I don't think he'd like that. Right, much, right. So. Conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if I were going to do that, I'd have to clear it first. Yeah, okay. Because quite enough. frankly, it, it comes down to, you know, earning money or and playing Steve. a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to take the money. Sure, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. But are you, I mean, aside from a lot, are you actively looking for shows? Like, I mean, if someone... Here's this, and is like, hey, I got to show this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. if still... somebody wanted to get together, uh, you know, if somebody said, hey, how do I get in touch with Country Steve? Certainly, yeah. uh, hook me up. I don't charge outrageous rates unless you need a backing band, in right? Because then you have to I pay, have the... to pay yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but like, how many shows have you done with a band anyway? Not many, right? Like done a few. Um, like when I was playing festivals, yeah. Uh, the the um, like the Gold Note festivals. The Gold yeah. Note festivals. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I had backing bands for that. Okay. I've had, you know, backing musicians. Like, yeah, I had a banjo player that I, I actually wouldn't mind playing some shows with him uh, again. Uh, but I've, I've had him out. I've had my cousin. She plays mandolin right. and fiddle. Right. Um, so she's backed me up a few times. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's musicians that I could definitely draw on if I need them. Yeah. And uh, I'm always happy to play with other people, too. That's something that's fun. I like to collaborate and do things. Yeah, should probably get out and uh, reach out to the Project Constellation guys and see you if should. they can put together like a a show together. Well, they're always trying to get yeah. to Winnipeg and find an excuse to come here. So, exactly, like, yeah, and so. you know, I'd love to actually just sit down with them and actually maybe collaborate, write some songs, or something yeah, like that yeah. too. Well, so. Santiago, if you're listening to this, oh, exactly. like, get yeah, Santiago, give a call. You know, Steve, uh, come on. You know me. <laughs> Give it the program. Um, I'll feed you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess like if people 
are unaware of you at this point, like which is probably a lot of people listening to the show. Probably. I mean, I, no, I mean no offense by that whatsoever, but you're not actively playing a lot of shows. You're outside yeah, the city. No. Like it's you know the opportunity of people to hear you without having a, a demo or a Bandcamp or a SoundCloud or any of that, right? Like it's it's hard to find you. <laughs> you're hard to track down. Yeah, so, I'm kind of a musical hermit. It's, yeah, it's, sure, sure, yeah. sure. But what, what what's the best thing for someone to do though if they do want to hear some of your stuff? Like you said, there's something on YouTube, right? What do you have? Yeah, on you can like get on YouTube. There's there's a couple Christmas songs. Yeah, yeah okay, and, yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, Often, if I'm playing gigs, Janie will video record them, and I'll throw up some of the... Well, she won't record the whole thing. Yeah, just some clips, yeah. Some clips, and I'll throw those up there. Um, So, some of that floating around there on YouTube. Um... I think it's under Mass Steve. I don't even know. <laughs> I think I think I have a bunch of videos of you as Mass Steve yeah. playing at various shows well, like I just years mean, ago. Like my YouTube account name. Oh, your is, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's. Yeah. I think it's. Let's see. It looking is, it up on the phones. Looking it up on the phones. It's that makes you the best audio right there. The yeah. best audio yeah. is listening to somebody go through their trying phone, to find something. Yeah. Trying yeah. So the YouTube channel is Mass Steep. So that's M A S S E T I P. Okay. Uh, and there's just to add uh, yeah, an extra level of random videos in there. Uh, some of it's on Janie's YouTube. I don't really know what that is. But right. There's some videos that you can find that way. And then there was at one point a single that came out, but it's gone now, right? Yeah, I think that single's disappeared. Okay. I tried to find it a while back, uh, but and that uh, was with a full band. That was that was just me and Greg. Okay. <laughs> but there was there was other instruments. But it in sounded the, like yeah, a full yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was from the aborted album attempt, right? That was that was the aborted album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was the single off of it. Okay, okay, and that's long gone. Yeah, that's long gone. Um, that's all right. I think I've refined that song a little bit now. Anyways, that's that song actually. The first time I played it anywhere was on Witch Police. Was I it? I wrote one? it specifically for for Witch Police, Manitoba. Oh, well, that was that was the first time you <laughs> that was that episode, like fifteen years ago. Yeah, fifteen years ago. That wasn't fifteen years ago, but it was well, five, years five years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, it's wildly. <laughs> and you played it live in my basement. Right? I played it live in your basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was still a kazoo on it at that. There was definitely a kazoo solo, and I remember <laughs> being at other shows you played, and you didn't have the kazoo, and I was really yeah, bummed out. You know, it's a little bummer sometimes. But but that that, that kind of goes back to the comedy thing, though, right? Too, yeah. it was like goofy folk songs more so than like straightforward country songs. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's. There's certainly room for it. I mean, you gonna post some like Oscar Brand? Uh, well, this is it. Is the thing is like I like, I like novelty songs. I like being in there, but I'd rather be more like Corblund and throw one in every once in a while and be sure. like Oscar Brand and have it. That's your whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Be yeah, a whole yeah. album of body western body songs. western songs. Yeah. I think he did some serious music as well. Oh, no, he did but, totally. Yeah, yeah. But all I know him for is body western songs. Yes, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Blinded by turds. <laughs> blinded by turds. Yeah. Uh, Which you really need to put into your repertoire. You got to really do the learn song. blinded by yeah, turds, yeah. you know. I think it's kind of we're letting people down by you not playing that today. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I think I'm doing the world a disservice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the other things that we've been throwing around as an idea too is a little bit is going and playing some old folks homes. Okay. <laughs> and the whole reason is I really really like playing the kind of country music the ones that old people are into yeah yeah that yeah that you can't really play anywhere sure because you know if i'm gonna sit down and play uh you know the old western style good night irene not the lead not the lead yeah 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 yeah, which is is awesome which is amazing but you know like the like jim reeve style good night irene sure which is like a crooner, slow country song well let's going to put an audience to sleep in most situations unless they're Old folks home crowd or a legion crowd or someone who's particularly someone who's obsessed with that kind of yeah that. yeah uh, but it's really hard to try and find 
the situation to play those songs. Well, especially now that all the old folks in their seventies are like ex hippies. They're not. They're, yeah. they're beyond that even age wise, right? Like they're they're mm-hmm. later than that. But it's funny you mentioned the cleaner <clears throat> stuff because I think a lot of that that style of country you're talking about, the old folks home style, is um, <laughs> it's really similar to crooner music. Well, like I mean, like Ray Price, who was amazing. He could fantastic. He could be doing like he could have been doing rap action. You know, it yeah. would have been would have been fine. It would have, wouldn't have been any different. Like it would have. It's weird how it's so like everything is so pure and clean sounding, yeah. and like just really polished. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like I, I like playing that, but at the same time, I want to be able to pick up and play Johnny Cash songs. Right. Yeah. Be yeah. Able to yeah. Uh, switch gears and play some Merle Haggard, and th- that type of venue alongside Legions plays really well into doing that. Sure. Um, so that was an idea that we were throwing around. I've got a songbook of stuff that I'm learning for that. Yeah. But, uh, oh, just covers? Just like straight just, covers? Just straight covers. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll probably throw in some of, some of the stuff I like to play that I've written as well. But, uh, you know, that's, that's something that I'm hoping to do as soon as I can find the time to finish learning all those songs. And cool. Get ready for it. Cool. Okay. So mm-hmm. we'll wrap this up in a minute. Um, if someone wants to hear you, YouTube's the best way or Facebook or what's YouTube's the best? YouTube's probably the best way right now. Okay. Um, I should be posting all that stuff to my Facebook, but I haven't even been doing that. Okay. So, um, but yeah, you can certainly find me there. Uh, I think you can find me on Facebook. I think it's uh, facebook.com slash country steve music. Something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. It comes up as Stephen Paul's. I can, I can link to that on the show notes too so people can find it. Yeah, that. link to it on the show yeah. notes. That's good. Yeah. And then uh, this is probably a dumb question, but do you have any shows coming up? No. <laughs> That's what I thought the answer was going to be. Not at all right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Book me. Somebody book him, yeah. <laughs> and I'll play it. And I guess the, the, the Facebook's the best way to get hold of you for that? Yeah, Facebook's a good way to get a hold of me, or even if you just contact Sam, I'm sure he can put you in touch with me. Yeah, I can. If you're not a creep, you can, you can pass, pass it along. along my phone. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you want to hear more episodes of Witch Police Radio, including the, how many, four or five now that Steve's been on in the past, uh, you can go to witchpolice.com. All 300 and close to 350 episodes are there for free download and streaming. And you can also tune in on Monday nights, Sunday nights at midnight on UMFM 101.5 and you can hear uh, older episodes so this one is being recorded on New Year's Eve might not air till May or something but at that point maybe Steve will have some shows hopefully and maybe then we can uh, yeah people hopefully can check some of that stuff we've been planning on will be actually out into the ether at that point maybe it'll be a demo <laughs> maybe we'll Look, record only some of it as a demo awesome okay yeah. well thanks a lot this old house with the red stars on the ceiling was a Dreaming in place, coming to this old house. She's a distant, foggy memory of a time that we've held so free, and we knew a love was true. These four walls, they were always there to hold me, never could feel lonely with so much love in store this year porch we drank a coffee in the morning even when the rain was pouring we could never ask for more this year yard it felt like the open prairie just Big as any could be, even when it were so small. This old room where we lay down in the evening was a place to keep on dreaming about how we'd never fall. This old house 
with the red stars on the ceiling was a place for dreaming and a place to come to this old house. She's a distant, foggy memory of a time that we felt so free and we knew our love was true. This dusty kitchen should be the heart of any household. Reeks of five star and black mold makes it not seem that way. This gravel lane where I'd meet her when she came home, putting in my time alone till she didn't come that day. This old house with the red stars on the ceiling was a place for dreaming, a place to come home to. This old house, she's a distant, foggy memory of a time that we felt so free and we knew our love was true.